Welcome to the Quick and Deep Healing Podcast, your odyssey to the vast world of holistic healing methods. I am your guide, Healer Nora, and I am happy to share this journey with you. Hello, you lovely soul, and welcome back to the Quick and Deep Healing Podcast. And here we are with Vera Elena diving deep into the neuroplasticity, into how to rebuild your brain and yourself and how to recover from maybe even a severe accident. And um, we go also to her work, how she's helping her clients, and then she's going to give you some practical tools. So stay tuned. Uh, and don't forget that we also have some amazing spiritual stuff coming today. So Vera, Elena, um, would you would you like to first tell like how did it happen like after your accident you started to rebuild yourself would you like to tell a little little bit about the process how was it process. yeah um, I couldn't walk I couldn't stand or sit I was having pain all the time and uh, when I started to do resisting yoga I was starting to have couple minutes without the pain and when I was starting to do hypnosis with chakra work I was starting to connecting to God and higher self and I was thinking that if the God sent me back at the second times in this party because I was nearby death experience twice I was thinking that, okay, then you fix me because I, I don't want to be pain here. It sucks if I'm in this body and in this life and it's painful. So I was doing about nine hours a day hypnosis and resisting yoga and training mantras and training my brain. And first I was listening to this Joy Dispensa and other neuroscientists who was telling that you can do it, you can build yourself. And they was telling that you need to have compassion, compassion, loving kindness. And I was having past life like hard for myself and my thought was tough and I was needing to, to be a wholly new person, not not anything like before. Hmm. Right. And and uh, when you started to work with yourself towards getting better, like how long did it take from you to uh, from the point where you couldn't walk or, walk or stand to the point where you could actually move and you had the control over your movements? I think it was quickly, maybe three years or something like that. Uh, but if we thinking about child when they burn, they ha- need to have twenty five years to build them uh, brain and they how their body work, and they are using twenty five years. And because I was having adult, and I was already have their good. Uh, neural pathways before my body was remembering those good pathways even I didn't remember but if I was going to the computer I didn't know what to do 
but my body knows that hey you can do this and you can do that and I was just watching whoa I can do this <laughs> right so your body was like doing automatically and and you were following from outside like uh your body doing the magic wow that's really that's super interesting wow yes and then you also developed like uh, your own way of um like mer meridian work right That's yes with the meridian lines that's yes. um uh, resisting yoga and uh we are using the chinese medicine and we are doing resisting training and we are connecting to the neural pathways and uh the meridians again with the movement and then we learn how those energy moves and how we can help our bodies and how can we yesterday for example my client was having pack pain and after the one class she was saying that I don't have pain anymore and I was saying that yeah I know that's that's why I'm doing this because I was having pain all the time before and I I didn't want to go that way anymore Hmm. So how how did you find this way of the re resistance yoga? Like, did you read about it or did you just develop it yourself? I was before going in the past life to the LA and there was little yoga uh, family. And I was trying that first time over there. And then I was thinking that this is something what I want to really do. But uh, my ego was, no, you have to do your work. And you have. And then when I couldn't do nothing at all, then I certainly start to have time to, to do yoga. Right. <laughs> and then I found that the person who was doing that resisting training, he was having car accident when he was younger and he was building up herself and helping others and I was thinking that okay if he can do it I can do it and I was starting to watch how they live how they think about stuff and what they eat and what kind of life they are doing and then I found also couple biohackers who was having brain damage or brain problem and what was they doing to help themselves and then I was uh, checking every different channels and what kind of problem people have and what kind of life they start to live after the challenges and how they heal themselves and then I just you know suck everything in yeah. <laughs> and doing the finish work uh, I was recording the practice with myself and then I put that all in applications though so the others can you know go their own path easier than what I was doing yeah so basically you were documenting your your healing journey right yes That is also peculiar that you actually not only have gone through that, but you also have documented it. So it's really, really insp inspirational for people who want to want to heal themselves because they can just uh, follow you and, and see how, how it's going to uh, affect 
on them. And that's yes. also the motivation to keep on going in the moments when they think that it's not working. Because of course, the the healing goes like in waves. Sometimes you have like a very good, good wave up and you are like developing a lot of new skills and then comes the stagnant period and then you have to do that again. So in that, that way, it's cool to have the documentation and the motivation to keep on going. Wonderful. And um, then you also have a very strong spiritual side. Um, you have been talking about connecting with your higher self and, and so on. Would you like to open a little bit that how do you see um life or human being or mm-hmm. or self like uh, wh- how, how is it the spiritual side of the healing okay um after the first nearby death and when i was checking all those live snapchats what i was having before i didn't <clears throat> know how to use those information and lessons but the second times when I was went to the nearby death um, I was adult and I was having all understanding tools and then I was pissed off because the people didn't tell me here the truth and I was always having that I want to know truth um and I was there in nearby that out of my body with the God. And I was like, this is really suck. Uh, they didn't tell me the truth. And why? Why did they didn't tell me that we are birth, rebirth again to the body or another body. And uh, we are not seen. We are love. We are loving we are lovable and uh, when you are with god it's ultimate love it's alternate alternate you know it's highest love unconditional love yeah it's unconditional and i was telling the god that if you are giving me this it was ironic if you are still giving me okay i'm second time here in this body i'm so sorry i fuck up <laughs> but if i can have the one chance again i have baby in home i have my loving husband in home then if i go back i'll i share your work i share your love in rest of my life i you know, I worship you and do whatever you want me to do. I forget myself and I'm just n- not forget the bad way, but the ego way. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, then I was rebuilt, rebirthed my body again. I was like, what was that? That was so high trip. Mm-hmm. Some people went to the Awaska trip and there is normally one or couple you know stuff that they are working on with the Awaska trip but if you went to the nearby death it's all life it's one second and for 30 years so it's something you cannot understand when you are in in the human brain you have to rise higher and go out of body if you can 
it, then you can understand the energy and the higher self. So after I come back, first year I was silent in my home because I didn't understand what was happening and I was scared that what was happening. Then I found this Dr. Shefali and she was uh, teaching the same stuff what I was learning when I was nearby death experience with the God. And I was like, oh my God, is this possible that <clears throat> here is some human in this world who is sharing this stuff so I can, you know, <laughs> have this words, how to work and understanding also not only my unconditional mind, but also my conditional mind hmm. so it's better if you are understanding in every level you are going to higher mind then you come back to here and check the information with your knowing mind yeah and you, connecting yeah. them together integrating multiple dimensions of yourself yeah, yes and um, uh, how was, like you said, you were with God. So did you actually see the God or experience or how was the God? How, how do you refer to God? For me, it's the light. It's the ultimate energy, the light, where is nothing else that only love, only love. And only one who is not loving yourself, it's yourself. Sadly, yeah. but true. But God loves always us, and always we have another chance to connecting to God. Yeah, I understand. And uh, how is it um, like when you saw the film of your life in in these few seconds? Like, how was the ex experience? Like, what did you actually see? Mm, I was seeing again and again how I was helping the other and I was hard to myself. So my hardest lesson was that that I didn't love myself because there was a trauma in my past and childhood and um, there was karma which wasn't good. And that's why I have that, those pain because the karma and the memory was in the pain and in the body and body was painful. But when I was watching those lessons, I was telling my body, the body was hurting me same time when I watching the, the memory and I didn't watching to my, these eyes, I was here to watching myself there yeah yeah you were you were out of body in that yes mm -hmm. uh, and i was saying that uh mantra that um i love myself i forgive give i love myself i forgive i love myself i forgive every time when the new memory was coming i was saying forgiveness and i love myself i forgive and i was crying and pain and it was I think if there if there is a hell so when you are in that point watching your memories that's the hell point or 
it's also the best emotion what you ever have. It's the firework between the bad and the good all oh, your lives. The purification process. Like they yes. in the Bible they are talking about the the stage before you go, before you enter where they burn your sins. Is yes. That, that the, the one that yes you... you are watching I, I like to use uh, now the words uh disconnecting to the God because sin it's resonate differently but you are seeing those stuff where you wasn't connecting to the God you was cutting out God and that's why the problem was you know showing up <laughs> so the lesson for us is to always be connected to the love and and act yes. from the state of love and yes human experience why, why we come what we come here to learn in this yes. reality of uh, individualism and being apart from each others and being in the 3d reality where everything is very yes. dense yeah and highest love what we can do is to uh you know kannatella tilaa uh to hold space yes hold space when someone is out of god connection you can hold the space and they get they they fix it themselves we don't need to fix anyone yeah. anyone everybody needs to fix themselves yes exactly. so always need to be kind yes exactly and uh many people i i have been reading of the near near death experiences and uh many people tell that they just would actually like to stay there because yes the state of being is so blissful but you still wanted to come back yes because i was in coma when i was child and i was knowing that okay i know there is heaven and it's the light there but i was no i don't want to live here i'm not finished it <laughs> i'm yeah. not i'm not coming and then there was nothing it was just darkness and there was a, a tiny light in the darkness on the bottom of the darkness and i was thinking okay if i'm believing what people telling me that up is the heaven and down is the hell i was thinking so i suck it up so i know that heaven is up there but i'm going to try try the other one because i want to go back go back to my family so i'm ready to take the risk so even if it's even if it's hell i'm going to there because i know there is a heaven and that's why i was having first that uh nearby death, death experience at the child because universe was training me because yes. there, there was uh, another lesson to coming where I need to do the right decisions mm, right I understand and based on like uh, what we have been talking today and we also have chatted before uh, I have this feeling that this is not your first life on this planet where you are in the role of helping others and sharing your wisdom. Do you happen to know any of your past lives where you would have been in a similar role as a facilitator for love for people? 
I was having many scientific woman lives before, but uh, all sometimes they kill me because you don't, you cannot be woman and you cannot do science and you cannot be smart and they have their ego. So mm. I was doing the work, but. Sometimes they burn me, sometimes they cut my neck, and some life I was having in the Auschwitz also. So, and uh, the oldest life I was having in Creek, or one life I was having in USA. Some interesting stuff when your mind start to open and you go to the hypnosis you can connect into the past and the future and after i came back to this life i was missing that god life and that's why i was starting to do hypnosis because every time i was hypnosis i was oh home in, in the light so i was doing that first nine hours a day because i was weak and i was I, I needed that energy and love to heal my body and heal the past. Right. And uh, you said that you came to life with uh, some kar karma. Do you know yes. what karma exactly? Karma is... Uh, ah, karma is like the, the... It comes from the law of um, act and uh, reaction. Yes. If you are thinking something, it's making you do something. If you are not uh, knowing, you if you are not recognized what you are doing, you are working how your mind is doing. And uh, yeah, I think karma is something that we can change in the one life. But we need to forgive our uh, grandfather and mother and understand that they was having difficult here. So now when I born here, uh, burn, <laughs> birth here, um, it's a good time. I can pee whatever I am. I can think what I want. And I have these lessons here. But they was having different time. They was having hard time. They didn't have the teachings like we have or client what we have now. So this is a golden time to raise consciousness even with some one lifetime. You don't yeah. have to death and go, go back and start again. Yeah, You can do it now. You yeah. have all this give gifts yeah in this lifetime you have a tremendous possibility of fixing many things from from your uh, like family family connections or family's history and even your own own incarnations and it's it's amazing what you can do if you if you are ready for it you don't yes. need use 100 lifetimes anymore <laughs> like in the past and yes and how about uh you work with clients so uh would you like to tell any examples about the healing story of your clients? What they have benefited out of uh, working with you? Um, 
I'm doing the loving work, so they are coming here, and we usually do hypnosis, for example, and they are watching their life, and we are uh, like we are updating. Yes, we are updating our computer and pawns again. So if we are not updating the brains, we are using the same program what we have when we was under seven years old. So it's it can be nice if something if everything was nice when you was child. But the problem is that that we have some trust there and it's making our to do bad decisions so even we are 14 years old our body thinks that we are still the three years old hit so we go back to there and we heal the inner child and then we are connecting to the loving kindness parent here and she or he start to watching this body and this character to living this life and then we can help the inner child if he's acting out we can asking the inner child what what do you, what do you want why 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 are you crying why why don't you feel safe or why don't you feel that i'm not hearing you so we are connecting to the parts we are speaking and then if we have this resisting training, there is many times uh, physiological challenges and the trauma is was is having very high electricity power. So it's good to first doing a little bit resisting and helping the trauma safely out of the body and then you can connecting to the body and mind and child parts right yeah definitely okay and and um, can you give an example of a healing story of any of your clients what was the any. problem and how how um, did you develop the situation from there no i i have the, those pain examples that i get the pain away and then some people was having birth memories when the mother was not happy to have them and they fixed that and then the life started to go differently after that. Hmm. Wonderful. And do, do you normally um, go also to, to past lives on those hypnosis or you stay in this life? If the clients wants, first we need to get get the safe place in the inner child. Then we can do whatever we want. We can go wherever a client wants. Right. Okay. Because I have some amazing experiences myself uh, when I have been in regression therapy or a hypnosis. And I have uh, went to my past lives. And always what seems to come up are the memories that um, that are the messages for me to this lifetime. So it's like getting a lesson from there 
from your best best experiences to like show you okay you already did that once you don't need to do it anymore yeah it's interesting to have that yeah my past life self is sending me all kind of like stones and uh, chakra work and they they are sending me information what was they doing in the past and they say okay this is your work before and you can use it now yeah so you are getting the wisdom from the past lives yeah that's all yes when that happens yeah wonderful yeah so the definitely the past lives even though i try to concentrate on the on the life we are here because this is the experience that we are having uh, yes. But in my opinion, it is important to also understand that we have so much wisdom and so much knowing from there. So if we can open the, those channels to bring us uh, more strength in this life, it can be very, very beneficial and uh, uh, help like as healers and helpers, uh, we are going to uh, get in another level when we open that knowledge that we have had gathered in the past wonderful so um what would be like your practical tip for a person let's say a person with um some pain uh that is chronical caused by maybe an accident caused maybe by something something physical and tangible what would be the number one thing for them to start doing now? So it's first thing it's to think about what do you want? What are you willing to do to make it happen? And uh, why are, if you are not living your uh, dream life right now, so why not? So it's stop right here and now expect, uh, you know, be mikä on hyväksyä se mikä on just accept what what is yes first thing is accept what is and then you can have compassion and then start to new task you can try if this help or is this help and just small te- steps but if you find someone who is already going to path where you are and he's he can help you maybe the path is a little bit nicer than if if you are just going to the forest along with yourself so it's okay to ask help others but but you need to go to bed i i can you know put your hands in my hand and stand there and telling you are doing well but you need to go alone to bed so so there can be people like holding your hand and helping you but in the end it's you who are taking the steps right yes Uh, on a figure of speech yeah yes yeah wonderful and did you have like any any practical tip or gift that you would like to give to our our listeners I love my pranayamas. So prana means energy alignment. So breathing work and meditation and uh, doing those breathing words 
once or three times per day, it's really nice to the heart and connecting. And if we are connecting to the breath, we are already present. And when we are present, we are connecting to the God. So mm. it's breathing, it's the key. If you if we can forget the thoughts and forget all those stuff and, and be with the breath. Yeah, so would you like to instruct one breathing exercise, for example? Instruct. Okay, you can sip in in like a straw, like, and focus on third eye and stop, and then out of the nose. And sipping into the straw. Focus on third eye, and then out of nose. Mm, it's very nice. And now you can feel the lungs is getting better and having the power. Mm. And I can even feel tingling on my third eye. It's activated. Yes. Yes. Uh, and how long should you do that every day? How many minutes? It depends what you want. But uh, you can try first three minutes or five minutes. But uh, I'm doing normally, for example, three different kind of stuff like that. Uh, and it took about 15 minutes. So mm -hmm. I'm a little bit slow to go rest and make the food nutrition state. So I need to have a little bit more time. But if you are people who is talented to rest, so maybe then shorter time can work also. Yeah, so just listen to yourself how, how long it feels good for you to do that. Wonderful. Yeah, pranayamas are, are definitely uh, important because the breath is, if you think about our body, it's also regulating the vagus nerves activity and vagus nerve is the one which is relaxing the body and helping the the parasympathetic nervous system to activate so that you can actually get into the state of healing on every level of your physical body. So uh, we should never neglect the power of, of breathing. It's Yes, you can do it three times per day, for example, or one time, whatever works with you, but it's really healing. Yes, it is. And it really centers you nicely. So uh, yes. nowadays the life is very stressful we have a lot of stuff to do so just to take a few small pauses during the day helps you to reconnect with yourself and and the higher self and the god wonderful any last words you would like to tell to our uh, listeners yes you are love you are loving you are lovable wonderful and how do people find you if they want to work with you they can go to the www and meditation meditatiosuomi.com okay meditatiosuomi.com so this is mainly for Finnish speaking clients 
But do you also work with English-speaking people? Yes, I also work and I have all those resources work with uh, worldwide. But uh, I was starting to do Finnish, so it's baby steps. Okay, so in the future, you might find all this information also in English, but for now it's in Finnish only. Yes, and also those applications, what I'm doing. But easy to do English also, so it's really who is resonating, so why not contact and let's go together. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much for joining this podcast and I I appreciate very much that uh, you you were not talking with your uh, native language so you did super well thank you for thank you. <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you for the listeners I hope you got a lot of out of this uh, episode and see you in the next one yes Have thank you for sharing thank you have a wonderful morning day or evening wherever you are bye 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 Thank you for tuning in. And because I am here to help you on your personal healing journey, don't hesitate to contact me on www.healernora.com.